creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. The changing of the seasons creates change in many aspects of our lives. Days get shorter, temperatures fall, and we even set our clocks back an hour. The ancient practice of Ayurveda helps you to navigate these changes in a healthy way. Today on Culture Click, we talk to certified Ayurvedic yoga specialist Molly Sheehan. Molly is leading some workshops in the next few weeks to help you transition through the seasons in a way that is good for you. There is an Ayurvedic seasonal self-care workshop designed for beginners on Friday, October 4th, and then there is a seven-day guided Ayurvedic cleanse that starts Tuesday, October 8th at Muddy Waters Yoga Studio. I'm Bill Stoneberg with certified Ayurvedic yoga specialist Molly Sheehan on Culture Click. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Molly. Thank you for having me. And uh, first, you know, there's a, you have a workshop coming up. Uh, it starts October 8th, and it's kind of a two-week program, right? Um, how does the uh, workshop work? It's a cleanse workshop. Um, kind of give us an overview of how that works. Okay, I'll start maybe just mentioning, um, in case folks don't know what Ayurveda is. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. So um, Ayurveda is a Sanskrit word, um, and it means the science of life or the knowledge of life. So it's a 5,000-year-old system of practices uh, to support self-healing and wellness. Okay, okay. And then, so like a cleanse workshop, does that involve a special diet or, you know, what what are we going to encounter if we go to the workshop? Yeah, so Ayurveda is revolved around the elements. So if you think of the elements that you find in nature, like Um, earth, water, fire, air, ether, Mm -hmm. and determining what your own makeup is of those elements and then balancing them out. So each person has their own what's known as dosha, which is their own characteristics, their own. It's almost like a personality type, uh, body type. um, Your constitution is another word for it. So each of us has our own ways, you know, um, and... So there are different types of people, like the, you know, categories, I guess you might say? Right. There's sort of these primary sets of, um, yeah, yeah they, they call them constitutions okay. or doshas. There's, there's basically types of people, and they're around the elements. So one is pronounced vata, and that is a person who has primarily... Um, a predominance of ether air qualities. And if you think of ether air, when those folks are in balance, they're creative, they're spontaneous, um, they're friendly, energetic, enthusiastic, adaptable. And when they go out of balance, they can tend to present as anxious or fearful or lacking focus, restless, um, insomnia, getting disorganized, or maybe even checked out. You think of the word spacey. So that's one type. Um, The other is pitta, and that's people with a lot of fire in their personality and their constitution and their makeup. And if you think of the positive qualities of a fire personality, it's, you know, radiance, it's confidence. They are, you know, good task oriented people um, they get things done they're often leaders they're motivational passionate okay. and when that same fire though is imbalanced that can mean that they're irritable or quick to temper um, they can always be right 
Um, you know, they can be stubborn or critical or snappy, um, judgmentals, and are you know subject to burnout. That same thing that could be a positive worth work ethic could turn into overwork. Right. And even think of the term burnout has fire in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, the third is kapha, and that's associated with a predominant quality of earth. Um, okay. And you even think of the word earthy person, and that usually means kind of nurturing, mellow, and grounded. Okay. And you think of the qualities of earth as stable. You know, they're the person who might be described as a rock in your life who you can call at three in the morning. They'll be there. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think of that stability of earth, when it goes out of balance, stability can turn into stagnation and get in ruts and, yes, or, you know, maybe be a little lethargic or stuck in patterns and they don't move as easily. And um, depending on how, if that's in balance or out of balance, it can look differently so what we're trying to do with the cleanse is to really balance yourself so that the positive attributes um, your positive qualities shine through and kind of mitigating or you know um, helping kind of quell the characteristics that shine through when you're out of balance right right. so you're, you're kind of bringing all the gifts of your type of the gifts of your constitution okay. into your life and um, experiencing them in your, you know, internal state of mental and emotional and physical well-being. Okay. Okay. So really it's about getting your qualities all in balance and kind of shined up, so to speak. So they mm-hmm. s- sparkle, I guess a friend of mine would say. Yeah. And they all sparkle in different ways, which right. is super cool. Like that way we're, we're really, you know, bringing our unique contributions. The cleanses help. Is, is designed to help balance how we go out of balance. Okay. You know, if you think of any of us under stress, it might look different. Um, right, right. You know, someone might end up becoming really scattered and um, spacey. Someone else might feel depressed. Someone else mm-hmm. might end up kind of getting hot-headed and irritable. So we all have our ways of going out of balance. And in right. Ayurveda, there's a personalized way of eating, a personalized way of, um, you know, lifestyle practices. Right. So um, that are designed to balance your individual constitution okay okay so so is part of it kind of like exploring and finding out that uh personal constitution like you know what your elements are made up of yeah the the first part of the series is actually an ayurveda 101 and seasonal self-care workshop so um just like if you look outside nature changes with the seasons so Mm -hmm. the trees change you know the squirrels change their behavior right um in ayurveda we too as being part of nature, right. um, should ideally make some seasonal shifts. So uh, the first workshop is really about learning, um, understanding what Ayurveda is, okay. and um, some practices that we can do during the fall season that'll help support us during fall, so that we you know don't get sick and um, so that we're able to be more resilient through fall. Okay. So the oh, first wow. one is season-based okay. self-care. Okay. Cool. And the in the Ayurveda. Um, Workshop the 101 that's happening tomorrow, right? Friday the 4th. 
Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure people out there know that. That now, do they have to register, or is it something they might be able to like? If they hear this, can they just show up? Or um, space is limited, so it'd be okay. a good idea to register. Maybe call ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be like call through Muddy Waters Studios or something. Yep, it's through Muddy Waters. It's also you can register online um, at muddywatersyoga.com okay. slash the dash cleanse okay. <laughs> a cleanse okay. so uh, or just looking on under events on the muddy waters website okay. is another way to register okay cool sounds good i just wanted to make sure people know that um and then you had mentioned that uh, you know like the seasons you know as you know we all change through the seasons and things like that um so are there different styles of cleanses like for say spring or winter or summer and things like that yeah um each season if you think of what happens in the fall you know, mm-hmm. it gets dry right. and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's windy and mm-hmm. it gets cooler. So in Ayurveda, then we'd want to bring in warmth. We'd want to bring in oh. moisture. We'd want to, you know, to kind of balance kind out. Of those changes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. Nice. So if, for example, we're drinking um, a smoothie every morning mm-hmm. that's cold and yeah, yeah. Um, it contains ingredients, you know, maybe if there's kale in there, that's like rough. And so mm-hmm. that could actually be um, aggravating to us during fall, oh. whereas maybe in spring or summer, that might be a better option. So okay. we can shift our diet cha- choices right. um, as well as, um, you know, our, our lifestyle. When we go to bed, what type of exercise we choose to do, right. um, that can all shift with the seasons. Just like other creatures in nature, we see them shift their behavior. Uh-huh. Um, Ayurveda tells us how we can shift our behavior to be in better balance during the different seasons. Okay. So is it kind of like like um, almost like a tune-up to get in tune with, with how things are changing and flowing? Or? Exactly. That's okay. a really great way of phrasing it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. I can get down with that. That's cool. Um, so... Uh, um, have you led workshops like this in the past? I mean, you're a yoga instructor. You do a lot of stuff around town. Um, have you done these cleanses before? Or Yeah, uh, we've done the fall cleanse before at Muddy Waters, okay. and we've also done a spring cleanse, nice. um, which, of course, has its own characteristics and is different from right. the fall one. But in Ayurveda, too, um, cleansing seasonally is a good chance an opportunity to look at your lifestyle, you know, check okay. in with yourself and see how you're doing. and. Um, make some decisions about lifestyle shifts you can do to help bring you closer to balance. Okay. So um, every year, every season, it's a good opportunity to reevaluate and assess so that you're evolving along with yourself and you're continually moving towards better resilience, better vitality, um, depending on where you're at in life. Oh, okay. So I suppose, so I suppose like uh, 10 years ago, the way the seasons affected me might be different than the way I respond to them now. So you have to adjust that's exactly right. Okay. So in Ayurveda, every um, year has kind of s- characteristics and the seasons. Oh, okay. Every sure. person has their own individual characteristics. Right. And every lifespan has its seasons as well. Oh. So what what's healthy and good mm-hmm. um, for someone in their 20s might not be the same recommendations for someone who's in their 50s right. or someone late in life or even a teenager. Okay. So um, – it's very individualized based on the person, the stage mm-hmm. of life they're in, and the season. So it's it's oh, looking wow. at all those factors and determining um, kind of customized and personalized right. recommendations. Okay. Okay. So then, like at the workshop, how, how would one uh, uh, sort of find out, you know, how they 
react to the changes of the seasons and things like that? I mean, do you help them along? Is there like, mm-hmm. you know, like a questionnaire they fill out? I mean, like, how would you, how do you go about examining yourself like that? Like, Right. So the the seasonal workshop has sort of the general, since we're all living in the same climate in the mm-hmm. same season, there's certain influences that will be acting upon us all. So there's okay. certain things we can do just to kind of thrive during autumn. Um, okay. The second in the series, the cleanse, is really looking at your individual constitution. Okay. And there are, there's an assessment and you, you it's like a quiz that you take okay. and you, you learn what's most out of balance right now for you. And then what that will help inform what are the best recommendations to help bring you back into balance. Okay. Okay. Cool. It sounds like, it sounds like it, this is a lot more quotes for all of you out there listening, but <laughs> it's diets, you know, diets and, stuff, and things, but it sounds like this is a, like a much more, um, like a holistic way of looking at how the seasons change and things affect you, right? It's not just diet, right? Right. And what I love about the Ayurveda cleanse is it, it really relies on the body's intelligence okay. um, and the individual unique needs. Okay. And it's food-based, so it's not like, okay, you're going to drink water for three days or you know just oh, juice for a day. Right. Um, it, it's really looking at supporting you um, so that your body has a chance to heal and um it's it's incredibly supportive and uh, very like sound. There's no you know things that are going to put your body into um, shock. It's gentle in that way. Okay. Where it's it's not like um, it's it can be challenging for people in the sense that it might be very different from how they're currently existing. Sure. Um, yeah. And I, one thing I love about Ayurveda too is is its holistic nature in that it looks not just at what you're eating, but it looks at the whole concept of ingestion. What are you okay. ingesting? So mm. that might mean. You know, maybe you're watching um, a series on Netflix that's like horror or it's really stressful and suspenseful. And maybe you have some relationships that are also very stressful. And then you have a work life that's very stressful. So Mm -hmm. you suddenly have all these variables that are kind of adding up in totality and, you know, taking their toll on you. So what's in your power to control and how can you maybe bring in some more calming activities? Okay. Or if maybe on the opposite end... You know, you've been a lot, you know, kind of sedentary. And okay. so how, then how can you bring some stimulation in and some right. activity in? And so it's really kind of meeting you where you're at and helping inform some positive things you can do. Okay. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, um, and I heard you mention uh, body intelligence. And I was wondering about that when I was reading, you know, about the event and the, uh, the, the cleanse series. Uh, what is body intelligence? What is that? Mm-hmm. So um, we each have our own, you know, wisdom. And what I, what I like too is that, you know, if you think of some of the other cleanses or diets that are trendy, mm-hmm. um, they're sort of a one size fits all. Like everyone should be eating, right. fill in the blank, right. you know, keto or whatever. <laughs> yep. And is that truly good for everyone yeah. and at every age at every time? So this is really looking at um, what's good for you. And um, like we each have our own unique signature okay. and listening to our, this uh, Ayurveda really challenges us to listen and to tune in and to be responsive okay. to what's true for us. Okay, cool. Cool. So it's really individualized. I didn't realize that going into this. I thought, oh, well, a cleanse thing, it's different, you know, and then I thought, oh, it looks real holistic. And then, it, But that's that's really cool that it's individualized, you know, mm-hmm. for you. So so what is the timing? Is there a significance in the timing, like um, like doing the fall cleanse right now mm-hmm. or, you know, when the, whenever you have the spring cleanse? Like, is there specific times that work best for this or? Yeah. 
In Ayurveda, the um, season changes are known kind of as glitches, where we're most susceptible to going out of balance. Okay. So um, kind of getting it as close to when the season starts to feel like it's changing. Okay, sure. And so typically that's shortly after the official, you know, fall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still warm out. Right. Um, so look, once it starts getting cool and the leaves start changing, um, mm. that's really when it's best to address the okay. seasonal changes with a cleanse. Okay, okay. So basically when you can feel that change happening, that's when you better kind of reassess and figure out where you're at, right? Yeah, it's a signal, just like it's signaling okay. to, you know, the leaves start changing. It's sig- right. you, the same signals. It's like following the flow and the okay. rhythm of nature. Cool. I like that. Following the flow. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, so, and, and then there were benefits listed as well online, um, like uh, benefits for internal systems and digestion, things like that. Um, uh, how do you go about doing that? Like, how do you go about deciding, like, as... Uh, as far as foods, for example, you know, how you go about deciding which foods would be helpful, helpful for you or which ones would hurt and things like that. Yeah, there's foods that are really easily digestible. Okay. Um, and then there's like spices that have different impacts on digestion. And there's even like temperature. So if you think of the oh. custom in America, if we if we were at a restaurant right now, one of the first things that happens is a server comes around with glasses of ice water. Right. Um, if you think of the effect of ice water when you drink it, um, cold can actually mm-hmm. constrict, you know, it's a vasoconstrictor. Right. It can inhibit the enzymes in the stomach. So oh. it's actually not awesome when you're about huh. to bring food into the stomach to kind of freeze out the stomach. Right. So in Ayurveda, it looks at kind of kindling your digestive fire okay. so that um, it's robust and able to easily digest and assimilate. Okay. So we look at foods that support digestion, foods that are easily digestible, and then different like beverages and spices that can help assist with digestion. And the reasoning behind that is that the less resources your body needs to use to like break down food and digest and assimilate, mm-hmm. then the more resources are available to, you know, rejuvenate, replenish, right. your immune system gets boosted. So okay. uh, it's kind of giving your digestion a break from maybe not so easily digestible diet right, right. <laughs> and and giving it a chance to really build the reserves, especially for winter. Okay. Okay. And then your body can kind of use that energy to focus elsewhere where you mm-hmm. need it, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Nice. And then, you know, talking about food, um, I love food. <laughs> there's there's a, a cooking workshop that's included as well on uh, Thursday the 17th, and that's uh, at Bluff Country Co-op, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so what kind of dishes might we expect at that? Yeah, so um, if you've ever had Indian food, um, Ayurveda mm-hmm. it has its roots in, in India, so okay. there's a lot of those spices. So it's very flavorful. You're definitely nice. not going to – it's not going to be like rice cakes or anything like <laughs> right? that. Okay. Um, for lots of reasons. If you think about rice cakes, they're light and dry and crunchy, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we're trying to balance out is yeah. light and dry, crunchy right. fall. So it's definitely nourishing, warm, well-spiced foods. Ooh. So uh, it's incredibly flavorful. Um, We often uh, hear back from folks that they really enjoy the kind of shaking up their diet with some interesting flavors. Um, The other thing about Ayurveda to note is that um, enjoyment of food is a critical part of digestion. So you only eat what you enjoy. If there's there's something that you don't like, then you don't have to eat it because then it kind of defeats the purpose and it ceases to be nourishing to your whole being. Oh. 
Oh, okay. So enjoyment okay. and taste and flavor is all part of it. Okay. I didn't know there was so it was so involved with the food like that. That's really cool. And then there's also a closing reflection. So how does that work? Like there's a the cleanse lasts from the, the 15th through the 21st, right? So that's when you're kind of doing the cleanse, making these changes, correct? Yeah, there's a transition phase. So rather than like an abrupt change um, to your whole lifestyle and your eating habits, uh, we kind of work in and and start shifting. And then we spend a few days, you know, living closely in the the ideal way. Okay. And then we kind of transition and choose what do we want to bring back in, what do, what, what do we want to keep. And the reflection oh. is actually what do we want to carry forward from this cleanse? What, what new habits do we okay. want to continue to cultivate? Okay. Oh. So it ends up being carried forward, not just, you know, when the cleanse ends, right. but bringing some, some new shifts into your life. Okay. And that's also where um, the return to a seasonal cleanse, the next time around, uh-huh. you might integrate another shift. And so right. slowly over time, you're evolving these habits that bring you closer into your optimal well-being oh. rather than kind of trying to blitz and do make 100 changes at once. Right. You kind of make one or two and, you know... The cleanse is an opportunity to experiment with these different variables right. and kind of see, oh, which things are feeling really supportive and what things are like maybe just not in the cards for me right now. Um, okay. So the, the cleanse really, you, you live this way for a few days uh-huh. and then you see what you want to integrate into your life okay. in the long term. So all these dietary cleanses out there, and I just did the air quotes again, because that's what, you know, kind of scares me about stuff like this. When I, you know, read about it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, that abrupt change of just like, well, you're going to change your lifestyle and you're going to change it right now. And it's going to be extreme. You know, Mm -hmm. this sounds like it's kind of a gentle, like kind of feeling out and figuring out what you need to do. And, you know, am I on the right track there? Yeah, it's really honoring your whole self. And it kind of gives you a menu of options to choose from and you pick the ones that feel like they're either most manageable or would be most helpful. Um, For example, with digestion, um, if you think of consumption of, you know, even media. So maybe I'm a person who the first thing I do when I blink open my eyes is look at my phone and start consuming. And then maybe I work at a job where I'm consuming and Mm. then I get off work and I'm consuming. And so I'm just constantly ingesting you know and processing information um and you know stimulus so um one thing i might try is a technology curfew and kind of just saying all right you know what i'm going to quit giving my body things and my brain things to process Mm -hmm. and i'm just going to kind of chill out and do like quiet activities away from my screen and that might be something I choose to do, and I see how it goes, and I see the effects, and maybe I'm calmer, maybe I'm sleeping better, right. and maybe then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to stick with this technology curfew, and you know, then I've you know chosen one habit mm-hmm. that feels like it's really serving me well that I want to continue, and then right. I, suddenly I don't have to work at it anymore because right. you know I'm doing it over time. You and practice it, and mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And then next time, next fall or next spring, when there's a seasonal cleanse, I'll be like, all right, what do I want to try this time right. that I feel would be supportive. Or helpful, or maybe it's accessible. Like, yeah, I can do that. It doesn't feel like it's extreme. Right. Like it would be an unreasonable expectation to Mm -hmm. try to set yourself up to maybe try something that's very far away from how you're currently living. Okay. So then, um, like someone like me who isn't uh, doesn't know much about this, you know, and um, sometimes change seems scary to people, you know, things. So do you guys kind of help people like walk them through like what they 
might want to keep and not keep and stuff like that or yeah this this is a group um process oh okay. and it's led by i'm leading it and mm-hmm. so i'm facilitating that and helping helping people work through arriving at okay. uh, what might be best for them and um, we end up having support the whole way through where um you know, people who are taking part of it, like, talk to each other and people nice. share ideas and we share experiences mm-hmm. and offer support and feedback along the way. So it's kind of nice to go through it together right. um, and and have other folks who are, you know, sharing your experiences with you okay. and can help offer, you know, how, how they're doing with it. Right, right. So okay, it's, cool. It's kind of fun so it's, that way. So it's like a group effort, kind of. It is. It's like an experiment for most people because I would say that most are similar to you in that um, Ayurveda is something they hadn't heard of or some of these concepts might be new. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a we're all in it together thing. Right. And it's an experiment that we get to participate in together. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then um, if you do participate in this series, I, I do see that there's a, f- a private Facebook group, so mm-hmm. you'll be able to communicate with other people in the group outside of the classes too then, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really nurture that group cool. <laughs> d- during the cleanse so that cool. um, and, and people do form connections on there too. I was just going to say, it sounds like, I mean, this is a, you know, it's not like those other dietary cleanses. This is a holistic thing about your whole being, uh, but it also connects you with other people. I like that. I like to describe it as it feels like a user's manual I never had. You know, Ayurveda does. It feels like, oh, there is, you know, if you think of a user's manual, it's like how to best optimally use this thing, how to care for it, whatever this thing is. And, like, it took out all that experimentation and questioning, like, is this right for me or not? Like, Mm -hmm. it felt like... Um, I, I finally discovered the user Ms. manual for right. um, being the human being that I am. Okay. And it's just, it's been really nice. I also like that it's really intuitive and it makes sense. Like as you okay. learn it, you're like, oh my gosh, of course. Like even the seasons change. So why mm-hmm. don't we change with it? Oh yes, right. of course. So it's really intuitive and, and not hard to grasp. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. I think I have a lot of trust in it too because it was it's ancient and okay. it's it's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Right. And it was designed by people who had human's best interest in mind unlike today where there's like you know people are trying to make money this isn't money motivated and it still exists as like the primary healthcare system of india so it's taking a whole entire country follows this and it has levels too of like um healthcare it's a whole healthcare system Mm -hmm. as well so i think i find a lot of comfort in the fact that it evolved with human wellness in mind right. and it stood the test of thousands of years so we kind of know the long-term effects oh, i think that's sure. one thing that's um always made me feel cautious of other you know modern philosophies around eating is right. even just having followed some of that for several years what one diet is will later you know several years down the road be determined to be detrimental in the long term right. you know i've had family members who've had like kidney failure because they followed something in the 80s or <laughs> right. um like uh we focus in modern times so much on short-term benefit and typically that benefit is narrowly defined as maybe losing weight so it's like will this diet help me lose weight in the short term and that seems to be how the framework has been for most modern diets Mm -hmm. 
This is really looking at vitality, longevity, sustainability, and it has a thousands-year track record. Right. And its motivations are really pure. So mm-hmm. I think those are some of the reasons why I gravitated towards it in the first place and, and feel really confident in living this lifestyle because it, it feels like it's really – um, aligned with natural rhythms of nature mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of sense and right. you know all those reasons um, for you know motivating me to learn more about it okay. I trust it <laughs> there you go trust it I like that I like that and I like the fact that you said it's been around for so long that we know the effects you know I never looked at it that way like oh well yeah thousands of years so if there were adverse effects, we would have seen them. So it's, I like right. that. It's trusted. It yeah. is. If we even think of like the low fat craze, like the country didn't get any less, you know, the obesity crisis did not go away. It got worse. Right. So clearly what was being peddled as the way to live then um, actually had a lot of negative effects and didn't have the intended outcome over time. So yeah. um, watching some of these things over time, they don't stand the test of time where Ayurveda has stood the test of time, not just my lifetime, but, you know, thousands of years. So there's a, there's a lot of data. (laughs) There's, there's a lot to look back on. Cool. So if anyone of you out there listening and thinking about this, it's not scary. It's it's not, you're going to have help, you know, um, you like, like, uh, Molly said, you're all in it together. So, uh, it's the buddy system kind of, right? It's the buddy system. Cool. I like that. Well, um, I've been talking to uh, Molly Sheehan. She's a certified Ayurvedic yoga specialist and also a yoga instructor here in town at several different uh, studios. And um, we're talking about a series, the Ayurvedic series that's happening, and uh, it's going to be happening at Muddy Waters Yoga Studio. And uh, the first event kicks off tomorrow, Friday, October 4th, correct? Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the cleanse series kicks off October 8th, right? Correct. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Molly. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Molly Sheehan for joining us today on Culture Click. For more information on the workshops, go to muddywatersyoga.com or search Muddy Waters Yoga Studio on Facebook and check out their events page. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune into Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg. And we've just heard from certified Ayurvedic yoga specialist Molly Sheehan on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.